Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. What's that smell? Oh, it's the stench of blind panic. And it must be pretty powerful because I can smell it coming from two and a half miles away from where I'm sitting. That exact address being number 10 Downing Street. Rishi Sunak, desperate, doesn't even cover it. It would be quite funny. Let's face it, it would be quite funny with the world going down the swanee. We all need a laugh. If it wasn't for the fact that tackling the climate emergency, which threatens the future existence of human civilization, is the issue at stake here. Now, little recap, little recap. Rishi Sunak did a big televised speech yesterday to renege on the Tories' solemn net zero commitments. All the main parties made a commitment to net zero in the last general election. So let's just take on any nonsense about a lack of public consent. He did this because the Tories are in a death spiral and he thinks he can turn the climate emergency into a culture war. And I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. It is seen as grossly impolite, to say the least, in British public life to call someone a liar. A liar, to be clear, is someone who lies. Rishi Sunak, the Prime Minister, the leader of the Conservative Party, is a liar. He's a liar. And the reason it's important to describe lies, lies for what they are, is because dishonesty in politics spreads like a virus. If a leader lies, their followers and their media allies spread the lie. And if it isn't called out, we are left unable to distinguish between what's true and what isn't, and the whole democratic system just implodes. Now, I discussed these lies on Good Morning Britain this morning. Boris Johnson, I always said, lied as easily as he breathed. But what this guy did was completely dishonest. He claimed he was scrapping a load of laws which do not exist. Compulsory car sharing. Is he high? That didn't exist. He, you know, talking about those seven bins, not true. There was a plan to have seven streams to deal with different types of rubbish. Seven compulsory bins for everyone in the country. That never was going to happen either. Taxes on meat, never going to happen. Total and utter dishonesty from the Prime Minister. It's absolutely shameless. I mean, actually, you said, is this about politics? It's another word beginning with P, and that's panic. Because what they've been doing over the last few months is hitting this big red button to stop the boats on it, hoping that distract from things like, mm. I don't know, the NHS collapsing, collapsing living standards, schools collapsing. It hasn't worked. Their polling's going down. They're now about 20 points on average behind. So they think we're going to have a culture war over the climate. But you know what? This will end up costing people more. That's mm. the problem. Because do you remember David Cameron when he said he was going to cut, can I say the green crap? Are we allowed to say that? You said it. No, you, you're not. Down. So please well, don't do it again. Okay, but that's what David Cameron said. And what he did is he scrapped the big mass insulation program because mm. mm. it, it saved money. That's what he argued. But it ended up having costing money because mm. if you didn't insulate those houses, people's fuel bills in a cost of living crisis went up. This man lies and lies and lies. He went on BBC Radio 4's Today programme, which I'll come on to, by the way, today. And he started the interview by saying, we are absolutely not slowing down efforts to combat climate change. That is a lie. That is objectively a lie. Delaying the banning of diesel and petrol cars, that's slowing down efforts to combat climate change. Delaying the transition from oil and gas boilers, that is also slowing down efforts to combat climate change. Now, he knows that's true. 
because he's still implementing the ban on diesel and petrol cars and oil and gas boilers. He's just kicked the can down the road, but he's still doing it because he's accepted that it's important to tackle the climate emergency. So unless he really is an incredibly stupid man, which would be easy for me to say is an easy hit on him, I don't think he is. I don't think he is an incredibly stupid man. He's a liar. He knows that he's slowing down efforts to combat climate change by delaying these measures. It is literally impossible to come to any other conclusion. Liar. Liar. Pants on fire, Rishi Sunak. And by the way, just because everyone's going on our bins, official guidance from DEFRA, the Department for Environmental Food, sorry, Environment, Food and Rural Affairs, which is the government, by the way, just to be clear, they have said, so whilst it was never the case that seven bins would be needed by households, this new plan ensures it. There, officially stated by the government. It is not true. Now, I'm no fan of the former Conservative leader, Zach Goldsmith, to say the least. He waged a truly nauseating campaign against Sadiq Khan in the 2016 mayoral election in London. But he's right when he says, this is cynical beyond belief. The PM is pretending to hold frightening proposals that simply do not exist. He's doing it to turn the environment into a US-style political wedge issue, something the UK has avoided all my political life. Sonak is chucking the environment into a political fire purely to score points. It is reprehensible. That's exactly it. That is exactly what it is. And let's just hear, by the way, from his total car crash interview on the Today programme, which I referred to, just to make this point. Well, I've just spoken they, to them, I've just interviewed them, uh, and they well, said there is no mention of attacks on meat in any of their reports. If you, if you look at their report, it talks about an accelerated shift away from dairy and meat. It mm, says that's not that, attacks on meat. It said, well, it said that uh, diets will need to shift away. It also says we'd have to implement measures to bring that about. So they didn't propose attacks on meat. Where was it, the proposal for to, a compulsory car sharing that you say you scrapped? Again, you can, if you look in their report, it will talk very clearly about what they could describe as ride-sharing solutions otherwise known as exactly what I was saying. It's different from about, compulsory car sharing oh, well, what, it, what, it, what it then says euphemistically is one would need to consider demand-side measures to bring that about, which are otherwise known as compulsion or taxes. But elsewhere, actually, they're very open that taxes should be used to send a signal on things like reducing travel demand or the amount that people... Uh, and people it was drive. the government... Oh, my God, he's just beyond belief. Happy place, happy place, happy place. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You know what? As a meat eater, let's just take on that actually, shall we? We do need to have a discussion about how all of us eat less meat. Well, those of us like myself who are meat eaters. Not just because of the methane emissions, for example, from cattle, but because in the UK, 80% of the land we use for feeding humans is either devoted to animals or crops to feed those animals. Okay, that's an issue. That's a big issue. And educating people about meat is a good thing. Not taxing meat. That was never a proposal on the table. 
Neither Labour nor the Conservatives were committed to doing that. And this is what's even more ridiculous. I'm having to defend a Conservative government from false accusations being levelled by the Conservative Prime Minister. I'm literally having to say, oh, the Tories were never planning on doing these things. This is just... Uh... Again, he's a liar. He's scrapping efforts, essentially. What would the government going to do is, is do nothing to educate people about me. Now, these lies, I must say this, are considerably worse than the lies of Boris Johnson. Johnson was a massive liar. Just very clear about that. I think we're all agreed on that. Even his supporters, I think, accept he's a massive liar. Now, jo Johnson basically lied to cover his own ass, And he had a lot of arse covering to do, to be fair. This guy, this guy, did a televised national conference to invent a load of policies he pretended he was scrapping. Lies and gaslighting on an industrial scale. And the reason why these lies are so much worse than Johnson's is they specifically aim to undermine public consent on tackling the climate emergency, the biggest crisis that our species faces. And Sunak's whole shtick was to present himself as a paragon of honesty and integrity in contrast to Johnson. So he's a con man as well. And just to show how unbelievably dishonest this is, this, this whole crew. Less than two months ago, Michael Grove was asked on TV if there will be no more new petrol or diesel cars in 2030. Let's just hear what he said. I'm glad you brought up the cars. Um, are you scrapping or saying that no more elect, no more, forgive me, no more petrol and diesel cars can be uh, used in the UK or new cars in the UK from 2030? Yes. Okay. So there was some confusion about that yesterday. That's an absolute guarantee. Yes. Okay, good. Thank you. you These people are truly shameless. The truth is, Sunak is a right-wing zealot. And he's clearly doing this because he doesn't give a toss about the climate, and he's also doing it for short-term gain. He's doing it as well because the Tory right are yapping at his heels. Liz Truss, who crashed the economy, caused people's mortgages to go up. Uh, she's in the ascendancy. That's where the Conservatives are now at. Liz Truss is now setting the terms of debate within the Conservative Party, and he's running towards her agenda, which he always believed deep down anyway. What's striking is the form of right-wing populism he's leaning into is decoupling the Tories further from capital from their big business base. They're not invested in the climate agenda for any noble reason, and they're part of the problem in so many ways themselves, that's a whole new video, but they want stability for investment decisions, and the government mucking around with dates that not allowing new diesel and petrol cars to be made and boilers screws that up. And the idea this is gonna save money, this is that, oh, well, we, we can't, you know, people need, they're uh, struggling, the cost of living crisis, which they're helping to cause, uh, so we need to do this to save them money. It will cost people more in the end, a point I also made on Good Morning Britain. This will end up costing mm. the average person more money in the long term. Mm. That's the problem. That's what happened with them scrapping the insulation scheme under David Cameron. People's fuel bills now would be but, lower but, if he but, hadn't I mean, why did that. they win the Now, take cars. 80% of people buy second-hand cars. So even though there'll eventually be a ban on new diesel and petrol cars, they'll be around for donkeys afterwards. It's not like in, well, it's going to be 2035 now. It's not like that year, that's the end of diesel and, and petrol cars and you can't, that's it, you can't buy them. They disappear off our roads. They'll be around for decades because people will keep buying them on the secondhand market, okay? What will, this will do is delay secondhand electric cars coming on the market, which is the process which makes them cheaper. It's, it's insulation all over again people will end up paying more money as a consequence. Indeed, you've got this, you know, talking about insulation, that all over again, because Sunak's removed the requirement for landlords to insulate homes. Who's going to pay for that then? I'll tell you who's going to pay for that. Private tenants are going to pay for that because they're going to have higher energy bills. Sunak doesn't give a flying toss about them because they're disproportionately millennials and Generation Z and 
they're not going to vote for the Conservatives. Well, at this rate, the vast majority of the population are not going to vote for the Tories, but you know what I mean. So here's what Sunak has done. He has lied repeatedly. He has unleashed a culture war over an existential threat to our species. He has rode back on tackling that climate emergency, reneging on the solemn promises of the Conservative Party. He's ensured that people will be poorer because of his decisions, and he's divided his own party with even the likes of Boris Johnson denouncing him. Well, at least some good has come out of this then. All because he wants to cling on to power because he thinks a culture war based on lies will win back Tory voters. What a disgrace. They can't get away with this. They can't get away with this. To say I'm no fan of the alternative is an understatement. I'm pissed off, actually, on this with Labour because the Tories jumped on the Uxbridge by-election, which became all about the extension of the ultra-low emission zone, ULES, because one in ten older polluting cars in outer London have to pay a charge unless they use a car scrappy scheme to upgrade to help ensure clean, breathable air that doesn't kill people and give people asthma, cancer and dementia. And Labour panicked. They U-turned on ULES and threw the Labour mayor City Khan under a bus, they blinked, and the Tories scent, scent smelled weakness. They thought, aha, we can get them on the run by doing this. We can cause chaos in their own ranks and divisions. That is why they're doing this. But my word, my word, this lot are a danger. They are a menace. They threaten our future. They will throw our futures under a bus for perceived pathetic short-term gain. Well, guess what, Sanak? Your personal ratings are catastrophic. They're now on minus 44, and that's even though you have a right-wing media machine on your side. And they will sink further. You are buggered, and correctly so. And this is how the story ends for you, buddy boy. It ends with you being defeated, but not having a noble defeat. You will suffer a defeat which will rightly condemn you to a truly ignominious place in the history books. And my God, you deserve it. Please like, subscribe, do support us on patreon.com forward slash I'm Jesse Fall. I'll see you later. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.